I think we both do a a, de- a decent uh, saltine, a def- uh, palpa saltine. Palpa saltine. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You do. Execute order sixty six. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Execute. <laughs> Order sixty six. Pretty, pretty. It's pretty good. <laughs> We're doing uh, now. Uh, now, I, now we give each other things to say in Palpatine's voice. Go ahead. <laughs> please remember to take out the recycling tonight. Please remember to take out the recycling tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It gets a little weird. For me. I want you to say. Is this, it a little long? Is it a little bit too long? Uh, I want you to say this. Uh, this Frito pie is a little cold. This Frito pie is a little cold. Uh, could you please say? Uh, can you check the muffins? Can, can you check the muffins? <laughs> <laughs> I smell them and they are ready. <laughs> I like to eat. I like to eat just the top. Is that okay? <laughs> Did you eat all the jello pudding? Yeah, that's the Palpatine. That's just a bit we do now on the show. Palpatine <laughs> shows up. He's the newest character on bobsleds and baked he's goods. He's very hungry. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he's just like that's his orders. So like you know, his orders were just basically off the top of the head. It's like order three, get my laundry. Order four, like reinforce the uh, exhaust ports. Or no, hold on. What was order? No, order five. Order five. <laughs> Anyways, let's do a podcast. I have a new appreciation for Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> it is the color of my skin. <laughs> I like to slab it on young Skywalker. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? Waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Welcome to Bob Says and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about Disneyland tickets go on sale and Aaron experiences it firsthand. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings get a trailer, how Empire Strikes Back's best-kept secret was best-kept, and in our main segment, we head to redo Mickey's Toontown for Scott and Aaron's mixed-up map. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, the baby Herman to my Roger Rabbit. It's absolute Aaron Roberts. Baby Herman and Emperor Palpatine, not that too far apart in terms of No, I guess you're right. The voice profiles are sort of similar. Bring me my cigar. I need my diaper Oh, yeah, he's a little more, yeah, he's a little more and rough. Yeah, he's a little rough and gruff. That's true. How long has it been since you've seen Roger Rabbit? It's been a while? The movie? Oh, yeah. f- probably five years, four years, something yeah. like that. It was like a once a year thing for us for, for a little uh, while. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I think at some point we'll do a Roger Rabbit retrospective, but I got to tell you, I was like, I told the kids at one point, hey, listen, like, oh, I should show you this trailer for Roger yeah, Rabbit. Yeah. And I went to the trailer, I was like, you're not old enough to watch this movie. Yeah. What were we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really yeah. I really like it. I mean, like, really like parts of it and then parts of it are just super confusing but it's been it's been a little while it's probably time for another watching it probably another viewing not with my kids though that's for sure no i'll just do that myself on my own time when i would do movie night with your kids i'll pick something up well we'll we'll do movie night together just you (laughs) and me we'll watch roger rabbit together hey episode 56 episode 56 i can't believe it 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 feels like we're starting summer off it feels like we're out of school i'm not out of school when you and i were talking about this the other day when you're when you teach 
and you you release your kids to summer. Yep. You don't go on summer, at least no. in our professions. We just go on working. To more work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then all the students are like, oh, I'm so glad summer's here because it's been so difficult. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, me too, bro. What are, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go down? To, we're going down to Catalina. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to be like, working my No, I got to, like, <laughs> I have to go to work right now, actually. I'm, I have so many projects I haven't finished yet. <laughs> yeah. And it's all because I've been teaching your class. Yeah. Pretty exciting episode, though. We got some really fun news items. Oh, we got, yeah. We, 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 things are picking up in the park. It feels like we're getting back into like full Disneyland podcast mode as a society which yeah, is I very agree. exciting uh the news is picking up we're getting yeah. uh, we're getting emails and press releases about uh new marvel movies and disney movies that are coming out yeah it's it's uh it's taken a turn into a new area of pod era i said area very weird no you blended era. era yeah you blend area them. yeah mm-hmm. but it's taking us into a, a new era of podcasting for us yeah which is like chasing not not chasing the news cycle but chasing the release cycle right of like oh these movies are coming out and yes. so do you want to review these movies do you want access to review them yeah do you want interview opportunities those types of things uh which we just haven't needed to do over the past year totally. and now like cruella's coming out and black widow's yes, coming please. out yes and, please uh, that was what, a yes to both of those I, I know i know i want i want yes to both of them as well yeah there's a third one that came out recently that was like do you want i can't remember what it was but yeah i mean between cruella and, and black widow we're going to have review opportunities and interview opportunities in addition to already the things that we've been doing with Bob Sills and Banthas where we talk to Disney legends and Disney influencers mm-hmm. and Disney creators. It's uh, And just it's do silly ride. voices for For hours like a good 90 minutes yeah. and call that content. Yeah, they say they have a podcast, but I walked by the other day and they were just talking in weird growly voices. I don't think they actually have a show. I think they just sit in there and they just talk to each other weird in these voices. weird impressions. They just yeah. bounce impressions off each I've other. I've seen Star Wars. It doesn't sound anything like Emperor Palpatine. How's your week been, Scott Storm? My week has been good. Did we, some gardening. I did not do gardening. We had this big <laughs> argument over Instagram about whether or not this past weekend I did gardening or right. I did construction or carpentry. Mm-hmm. I called it carpentry. I yeah. built planter boxes. Oh. I bled over my own planter boxes. I know. I saw did the, you see I saw, that? I saw the picture, yeah. yeah. I feel like the tin snips you were using were too small for that task. Well, I uh, those were just making uh, small cuts to a larger cut that I made with the jigsaw. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't matter what I'm using. Though That metal is sharp. Oh, it is. <laughs> like, Can I ask you a question about that Instagram post? Yeah, sure. This is like real time with Scott Storm right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, really did is. you set that shot up for Instagram or did those tools, the, did the... the did it naturally fall yes, that way? did the shears end up in the front? And it was like, there was depth of field to that yeah, shot. Yeah, if I'm being completely honest Let's with you... It. Let's do it. The shears were on the metal. Yeah. And so it was a good photo opportunity. Gotcha. I happen to be at that angle, but if I'm being really real with you, I, want, I found I want the this. optimal angle for yeah, it. Yeah, good. Right, right on. Yeah. Fantastic. Because I felt like there was depth of field. And I actually like that photo. You it can check it out. It drew your eye through the, the photo. Through. And then you see the planter boxes and you're like, those look pretty nice. They I, I feel do proud look of, nice. I feel proud of myself. You should. I, I was checking out your butt joints and they're looking good. So those are the only joints you should be checking out, That's buddy. Those are the only ones I were, were checking My, out. Mine are the only butt, cho- <laughs> butt joints you should be checking out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So. No problem. It's just me and you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Keep it together. We're not even to the news. What else do you want to talk about? You went to... Do you ever stay at home no. for a full weekend? Uh-uh. You don't? Uh-uh. I really think... I mean, I'm being... I'm sort of a kidding, not kidding, but... I, I am know too. You, you road trip 
all of the time. Yeah, California is very, very important to me for yeah. reasons that will be revealed later or in, in a different episode or even on a different podcast. Very, very important to me to get out and see the state and take my kids and and uh, introduce them. And they, they have grown up, uh, you know, traveling and, and falling in love with different yeah. places of California. And one of those, we don't live far from Yosemite. Uh, and I grew up, you know, going to the valley climbing and it's just a huge yeah. part of my life. I love it there. And so uh, re- the reservation system is going to come back. And so like, we should get in before the reservation system comes back. So we to drove Yosemite down. specifically? Yeah. yeah. The reservation system, far superior. We got into the valley. It was 100% capacity. It was a uh, national park, like buy like one, a, get one free yeah. day. Mm-hmm. So everybody was there. Literally nowhere to park. All my special secret spots totally locked oh, up. Oh, really? We had to park out by El Cap and walk like three miles or something into the village and then all the way back to our car. Total nightmare. It's not a good experience for you. We still made it fun. Like, I still had a bomb uh, grilled cheese and, like, uh, green apple and, like, balsamic vinegar thing at the Iwani, which was totally worth the walk. I only had half Three, that was worth a three-mile walk was a grilled cheese? It's a six-mile walk when when it's all said said and done. It must have been The apple was in the grilled cheese. Oh, well, now you're talking. See, now I'm talking. Uh, We had fun. We had a blast. And then, you know, I like to just drive through small California towns. More on that later. When? Oh, you know, like in the next couple of weeks, we got so much Disneyland news oh, to talk I about. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, let's. Why, we do have a lot of Disneyland news to talk about. So why don't we just get right to it? Wait, wait. Before oh. we do that, though, oh. I what happened? The yodels are getting a little. Uh, I'm going to say eccentric. <laughs> uh, that's that the, the way word? I would describe. You them. know how far hard it is to find an original yodel. N- I don't know where you're finding these things, but last week's <laughs> yodel, deep. listeners, if you have not listened to last week's yodel. It is like, I can only describe it as somebody drinking water. <laughs> backwards. And back, yeah, backwards. Uh, and then trying to make a tune out of it. Yeah. It was, it's very odd. It, it it's is. It's very like, odd and also like oddly entertaining. Like we have, a, we have a set Yodel segment that you and I produce. That's yes. just our thing. And it's just there. And then I just feel like. For me, part of the fun of podcasting is having a hundred episodes and you and I just talking about all the different yodels and stuff. Like it's not <laughs> entertaining right. probably to anybody else. No. But it just to me it's 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 something I do for myself to just mark that man, we put out a lot of shows. Yeah. There's a lot of different yodels. At some point, maybe somebody will remix remix those. Um, or delightful. it'll 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 appear as trivia on a you know, when we're at Comic-Con doing a panel on, you know. Like, what was your favorite yodel? Yeah. And that type of thing. Or in, Turns out yodeling's huge in the podcast community. Your bobsleds and banthas, they're in Hall H. They basically just do yodel. All they do <laughs> yeah. is talk about yodels. It's a if whole yodeling to it, podcast. If you listen to it over three years, it went from like a pretty okay Disneyland podcast to just an hour <laughs> to, of yodeling. <laughs> to just like deep dives yeah. on, on the yodel they're industry. They're doing a documentary on it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so here's another one. Yep. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Disney news, Disneyland news. Disneyland uh, news. Disney, yeah. Disneyland tickets went back on sale they sure last did. week, and you had a, a front row experience to what that was like. Uh, there yes. isn't a news story here except to say Disneyland tickets are back on sale. Yep. I want to hear what your experience was like. I don't know whether or not 
I know you posted on Instagram that you were in the process. I can't remember whether or not you posted the completion of that process. Yeah. This is how it worked in my household. We got up at, uh, you know, I knew that they were going to go on sale at 8, so I, I got started getting devices ready, ready at 7.45. Uh, I logged in a computer, I think. To your Disney account. To, uh, yep, yeah, to the Disney account. You press a button, you press click on some link, and then it loads you into this experience that I posted a screenshot of. Right. The, the Thunder Mountain, sort of Dynamite Thunder Mountain. Goat. Yeah, Dynamite Goat GIF. Uh, and then sort of updated information um, that you didn't have to refresh. In fact, if you refreshed it, you were, your your day was over. I was going to say, so you're in the app, right? Yeah. Was, and, and so uh, let's use your phone, for example. So if you left the app on yeah. your phone, could you multitask? Could you the, uh, load up other yeah, things, or the, did you have to leave the it The app kicked you out to like Safari or a browser, so you weren't actually in the app. You I were see. in a web page, and you could be on in a browser on your computer doing the same thing. And yeah, you could minimize the browser or minimize the app, and it would keep you in in, in place. Uh, and so we did that, and, and just the time for everybody said more than an hour. And yeah. uh, I will tell you, the f- eternity is more than an hour. Yeah, that's right. Infinity is more than an yeah. hour. So I don't know, we waited and then there were some hiccups where the message started saying recalculating and everybody started getting nervous. And I know people were uh, trying to call Disney and tweet Disney and stuff of like, Yeah, because hey, if you got off that browser, you're you're back of the line, Back right? of the line, oh yeah, back of the line. And so I, I logged in, I think, a total of four devices, um, three of my own, and then uh, one of my wife's devices. So we had f- we were in line four you're times. You're just borrowing phones from neighbors. You're like, do you, do you yeah. mind if I just... I mean, my uh, kids have iPads. Like, I have a, we have a couple Macs in the house. So just everything was waiting in line. So that way, I was like, we're covered. If I accidentally close out of one, if somebody closes a tab, if whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, this is how the 1% gets to Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I have 14 devices. They're That's all hooked right. up. I have multiple Wi-Fi networks in case that goes like That's I, right. You purchased sh- additional servers. <laughs> for this, uh, yeah. Yeah, for this. So then I, I, mean, I had to work that day uh, as well and had to go A real out. job? Yeah. I, I, oh. I had to not have summer vacation and had to you know have very important lunch, lunch meetings. And I was so enthralled with a, a lunch meeting that I was in that the three devices I had on my persons, all the, the time period. <laughs> Were you wearing a utility vest? Yeah. Like just with- I had them in like the back of the car and then my phone was one of them. So I was at lunch just having, having a great old time and all of them came to us like, it's your time to register. Your time will expire was this in a 10 minutes. Lunch? Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? Uh, so then I was done with this lunch. I was like, I think I was, I think I was trying to get Disneyland tickets. And so I looked at my phones, and it's like, thank you. Try again next time. And I was no. like, oh no. Then I looked at my iPad, and it was like, thank you. Try again. And then I got home to my computer, and it was like, thank you. Try again. And so then I talked to uh, Teresa, and I was like, Dude, did you, did the fourth device work? And she's like, I refreshed it at like ten o'clock. And I'm like, well, that means we're like in at the least back you're in a the, queue. Like you're we, back- we are in a queue, but yeah. we weren't in our seven forty five a.m. queue. We were in a, we were now in like a ten thirty a.m. queue. But you weren't kicked out from like you were from your other devices correct yeah. yeah so we let that one ride and at 9 36 ish our it became our turn we logged oh in gosh. logged into the system uh and it it it, it, it worked really well like so, it, yeah. l- let me stop you for sure. a second so if you had been able to get on when it said hey now is your turn that was from eight o'clock in the morning till noon so about four hours of waiting uh, no probably about probably about uh i would imagine it was probably one thirty. Okay, so yeah. even, so even longer, so yeah. five five and a half hours of waiting. Totally, yeah. and then you went from ten o'clock uh, ten o'clock in the morning until nine thirty at night. Yep. So almost twelve hours. Yeah. Of waiting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So once you got in, what happened? So then it just says like getting getting ready, and it's really fun. Like you know they changed over over the day. They did a great job of going from very little information, like you could see Disney responding because the web page would update itself without you needing to refresh. So just new messages would come up, and over the day it, it did get longer. It did get more specific. They did say, hey, don't freak out. We have plenty of tickets. We 
know what we're doing. Uh, so they were putting language on there that made us feel really comfortable. You, you get you get into the system and, uh, you know, it just starts asking you the questions. What do you want a single day or a park hopper? Uh, and then it gets a little bit confusing. It was all set up very well, but it was like, what what date are you thinking about going? And we're like, so we picked a specific date. And you're like, well, that must be the reservation date. Uh, but it wasn't. It was just to find out how much they were going to charge you for tickets. Oh, uh, I see. That was a price yeah, selection. Yeah, the dynamic, yeah. The dynamic so price selection. That was a price selection thing. So you pressed your you, your price selection, uh, and then you went through the, the ticketing process and checked out. Now you had tickets. It didn't at that point do a really good job, in my opinion, of letting you know that you needed to take an additional step to make reservations. There wasn't right. like a yeah. link provided. There wasn't like a, you're almost there. Click this huge orange glowing button to make your reservations. Yeah. So we were like, I think we did make reservations because we picked a specific date. And then I was like, I think that was just to get the right pricing. I don't think that was to get. So we were just going back and forth. We yeah. went back in, found the reservation button. And, and then to tell you the truth, like I think even April 30th was available when we made reservations is at, that right at 9 45 at night wow. i think because we had park hoppers the single day disney t- disneyland tickets sold out first and i think if you had a park a hopper one day one day tickets sold out first yeah to, to disneyland so i think if you bought a park hopper you could get into disney at one o'clock in the afternoon my understanding and correct me if i'm wrong my understanding was that those single park tickets were at the most expensive uh price range which i think is like close to 150 bucks at this point our park hoppers on on a friday were 154 uh, per ticket for a single day, uh, single day park hopper, yeah. Okay, we're, we're one fifty four, and so wait, you're just going for one day? Yeah. Wow. Why is that? It's it's work. It's all that kind of stuff. We want to do other things when we're down there, but I think the real reason is I don't know what it's going to be like, and I don't. It, we we have this thing, and we say in our house like you don't don't bowl don't bowl two games. Just you, your first their first bowling was great when you're like well, that was, bowling's fun. We should do it again. It's like nope, go yeah, home. Don't you oversee. Sh- you're welcome. You should go home. Yeah, I can uh, understand that. And so for Disneyland, our first time there, we want to we want to check it out and see what it feels like. It, you know, I'm not impervious to your comments about it being. Not the experience I think yeah, it's going to so be. So you don't want to you don't want to pay for two or three days if after one day you're like okay this is good let's wait until they totally reduce. yeah if, that, if that happens sense. I don't want to be trapped there there's lots of other stuff we can do sure, there and so sure. we'll do that so that's why we we did one day park hopper um, and then you had to pick which day where where which park you wanted to start in yeah uh, right. Disney or California Adventure and then at one o'clock the other park will become available to you okay and um, which so, one did you pick to start in uh, Disney and I don't know that we'll go over to you know DCA at yeah. one I have more questions like if i go over at 115 to dca can i come back to disneyland at like sure. five because if i can't i'm staying yeah well uh when are you going uh may 14th oh okay yeah. so before avengers campus opens so totally, there, yeah. there's also you know i can see why you'd say why well, i, I want to make sure i start in Dis or i, I want to make sure i'm in disneyland yeah maybe dca another time yeah or, we'll go back down for the avengers campus opening yeah right. I, I think we owe it to the show to do that um, so anyways, we went in, made a reservation. There were tons of openings still available. I believe there probably are still tons of, yeah. you know, this, this idea I had in my head that like, I'm going to get in there. And I really thought this and, and it's going to show me the month of October with the first like yeah, green exactly. slots. That's what I thought. Uh, right. I would have thought but, that but, uh, maybe not, maybe not that late, but I would have thought like, this there's is no way be, you're getting yeah. in within the first 90 days. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be nuts, but there were still slots available huh. on, I believe on opening day for a park hopper when we logged in. You know, again, if California is to be believed, which is not to say that it can be, but if it is 
because like June 15th, all of this stuff is going to go away. Theoretically, yeah. there is no capacity requirements at that point, And Disneyland can have everybody open yeah. as long as they can maintain distancing and whatnot. So I guess I'm not surprised. Disney's probably operating off of that assumption as well. Yeah, in terms of the capacity right. that they're planning for. Yeah, I think so. So that was our strategy was to just get down there and, and get in. And uh, we wanted to get in before that June date so that we yep. could experience the park at this weird capacity thing. So sure. I could report on that. When you were registering, yeah. was there anything having to do with being a California resident or Southern California? Yes. There yeah. was. Yep. Yep. So not, you, not, not that I needed to submit anything, but there was clear text saying it is for this. And uh, I think it felt very honorary system-y. Okay. But there were a series of, of notifications Are about you sure? all that stuff. you really sure that you yeah. live in California, that type of thing? Yeah, like prove it. Like who was the governor before? Name the two governors who've been recalled in the past 20 years. <laughs> right, exactly. And you're like, uh, Gray Davis and uh, are we counting Newsom Are we yet? counting Newsom? <laughs> I'm like, we're because that's going to happen. Because right? that's going to happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I know it was it was a really good experience. Then a few days later, we got a survey uh, from them about the whole experience, and they asked a bunch of questions about how much we knew before we went into it. Question they asked the last question was how big of how big of a Disneyland fan are you, or something, or what kind of Disneyland so fan are you? Big. <laughs> so big. You just like, extend your arms out. That's what so they had big. icons. The icons yeah. were like little sunshine, uh, heart shaped um, emoji, and yep. then big and fishy then way arms. Big, yeah, big fishy that's, arms. That's all. It was just you pick a pick an icon that describes your Disney fandom. And what did you pick? Uh, we picked big, big arms. Big, big arms. Big, big old. Of course you did. With uh, gloves on it, with Mickey gloves on it. Oh, so you're really big. Yeah, really that big was fans. the fourth option. Who is picking that? Let me, uh, <laughs> let me think about it. Who's going through this effort to book tickets, to wait to wait in an online queue for 11 hours yeah. to book tickets? Who's going to be like, I mean, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> I don't really care. I, don't know. I mean, Disney's... I guess they're fine. I honestly didn't have anything to do that day. I heard there was something about it. Disneyland, this is the one in California. This isn't the one in Chico. (laughs) (laughs) It's a city in California. I want to go to that Epcot. Can I go to that Epcot here? Is this for Epcot? Yeah, I know. But (laughs) they asked really good questions in there, too. I I will say I saw you complete your reservation. Yeah. And there was that part of me. Oh, there was that, tell me. FOMO FOMO hit me immediately. Oh, really? Yeah, where it was like, oh, man, I really... I really want to go. Like, I know I've set this thing up or yeah. we're not going. Yeah. And I, I really, I do feel like I got to stick to those. I, I, I do have this conviction. I got, I you know, know I, I'm know. doing it. I'm doing it for, for my, I'm doing it for my, my, my kids. Like yeah. I'm just doing it for, for, for you. good reasons. And you are also going down for good reasons. Like I yeah. think both of us are very, very valid in our feelings. I think we represent a lot of different Disney fans that way. Sure. But gosh, I got to admit when I knew that you were going, I was like, Dang it! I can't believe. Oh, man, I, I want to go so badly. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe this isn't that big of a deal for me. Maybe maybe the kids will be okay with it. I, right. You know, I went I went through a whole emotional yeah. roller coaster in that. I had friends on uh, Instagram that got tickets before I did, and I, I definitely it's that thing at Disneyland where you're like, um, we can take our time. We've been here a bunch. It's totally fine. Like we'll get up at eight. Yeah. And then you're like, when you get down, then you're like, we're getting up at six, and you see somebody in front of you, and you're like, that person's trying yeah. to cut. How, they, how they get there? Cut. What time do they wake up? Yeah. What's going on? Here, try to walk around. See, this is why I told you we should wake up earlier. Dang, I'm worried about tripping the lady. I'm like, I didn't just do, do it. Yeah, I'm worried that we're not going to get in on time. <laughs> I'm worried that she'll be in front of us in line. You do what you have to do. All's fair in Pirates of the Caribbean. Always. Yeah. Always. There was that when I was seeing other people getting reservations and I I'm was glad still you, in the I'm queue. glad you got reservations, though. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. I'm really excited for you. I mean, obviously. I'm bringing you a cooler full of stuff. I am thankful that you're going to be going down for the show. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait. We're going to have our first trip report, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. I guess I get a first trip report from an open Disneyland. We had trip totally. report over Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm really excited for you. And uh, that's all I have to say about it. 
Yeah, we should. I would. Love, I'd be curious to see if any li- when any listeners are are going. You should uh, DM. Should email podcasts at bobsleds and bandas yeah. or DM. DM us on Instagram. Let us know if you'll be in the area in, in May, and we'll uh, we'll hook up for a ride. That'd be awesome. But yeah. Remember, we'll they're wearing a bobsled shirt. That's free Dole Whip. Yeah. Yep. Dole Whip. If you, if, uh, I think I was giving out five bucks because I don't want to stand in line. No, you have to. Okay, you have to stand fine. in line. I guess you go, you give out five if bucks. If you, if I see a Bob Sleds and Bantha shirt, I will walk you over and buy it. You're you. like a grandpa. You're just going to be handing out $5 bills. This can't buy people. anything. Literally nothing. And you can't buy anything. I can't buy a thing with this. There's nothing I can do. I can't even get a press penny. The amount of time it takes me to get this out of your hand, I could make more money than $5. Come on, old man. Now don't all spend that in one place. Split it amongst yourselves. Let's talk about Shang-Chi and Mm -hmm. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Did you get a chance to see this trailer yet? No. You should watch it. I don't know what affiliation. I don't think he has an affiliation. Like he's not an X-Men or Avenger or one of the Fantastic Four or even Alpha Flight. He's like an indie. He's a true indie. He's like a true indie, I believe. Yeah. Uh, But that trailer looks pretty darn good. Okay. I gave you 10 years to live your life. Now you see me rise. And where did that get you? I trained you. Most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you. Son, it's time for you to take your place by my side. We make a good team. Nice. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh, I really liked it. It's got it's got notes of uh, it starts off. It's got notes of Batman, yeah. Matrix, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's got uh, you know, it's got so much fun stuff in there, and I love the action. Uh, I feel I feel like I get the ten rings now. What those are, and yeah. some like, some magic or tech going on there. Uh, it looks really fun. It looks really fun. Yeah, and, it does. and uh, the guy that they got to play Shang Chi is a martial arts like he's a professional martial artist yeah uh and it shows you know he he just has a he has a great look about him and just the fighting that they showed in that trailer really got me amped yeah the fight choreography and just the effects and everything just looks fun i'm I'm jazzed i remember talking about this and not not really knowing what it was or having any context for it yeah like what why why yeah being the question yeah uh and what does this connect to but dude looks awesome and uh san francisco yeah san francisco so much fun yeah super fun Let's move from Shang-Chi. Let's okay. let's talk about Fu Manchus. Okay. Okay. Fu Manchus are a type of facial hair that you can grow. Yeah. And uh, and this is we're talking about facial hair at Disneyland. Okay. We mentioned felt last like week, a forced segue, but I liked it. Oh, it was forced. Yeah. You know, it's even more forced is when you call it out as a forced right, segue. That, that is, I really <laughs> that's appreciate full that. Force. Yeah, that's, that's full a force. Full force segue. Yeah. Full force segue. Uh, my favorite extreme <laughs> mobility platform, like a uh, you know hoverboards. You know a segue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. but they're off road. Like an oh, like right. my extreme extreme. Like a wheel snowboard. Yeah, like a wheel snowboard. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. that's a, a full force Segway. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it is. <laughs> not Segway isn't a bit. Segway isn't the thing you ride. Yeah, that's what I kept. I kept. That's what I kept on saying. We were layers of homonym. <laughs> we were layered up in that homonym. We're all up in that homonym. I always eat mine with the blue corn chips. My homonym. You were? Yeah. Just when I eat when I eat homonym. I, I like to, I take a grilled cheese and I dip it, I <laughs> dip, dip it in the hominin. Yep. Right mm-hmm. on. Talk to me about Disney <laughs> talk to me about Fu Manchu's at Disneyland. So <laughs> wasn't it enough that last episode we talked about uh, tattoos at Disneyland? I felt like it was enough to talk about tattoos at Disneyland okay. last week. But then the Orange County Register, they put out a 
an article this week that talked about beards at Disneyland. Yeah, now, we again, got some this, official beard lengths. Or or official beard non-lengths yeah. is another way that you would look at it. Uh, they talked about how under these new guidelines yes. that beards and mustaches uh, would be allowed, which is not news because beards and mustaches have been allowed for a while. Yeah. Uh, but now that there is no limit on the length of beard that yeah. can be grown. You can go sleepy, sneezy style. You can go sleepy, sneezy style. Yeah. That's uh, long. That is really long. And it got me to think, like, I don't mean to belabor the point here, because we talked about it with tattoos. Yep. But again, to be able to say cast members, we want to be able to celebrate cast members' individuality. Yes. And so we're going to allow them to grow beards as long as they want, as long as they're maintained and kept. We're okay with that. This is similar to the tattoo conversation we had this week where it, is, yeah. it, it does feel like you are breaking the show. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really can't think of any other phrase than breaking the show. Yeah. And, and I tried to think, like, wh- wh- why do I have a problem with this? Mm-hmm. And I realized, I realized, like, like Joe Rody, for example, beloved Imagineer Joe Rody yeah. has his earring, right? Yes. His, his famous, his, his famous, uh, What's the word I want to use? Hoopty doopty. His famous hoopty doopty. Yeah. Uh, his and, and and that's something that he has become known for. Yeah. And of course, if he was a cast member in the parks, he would never be allowed to wear that. Right. And so, what? Why does Joe? Why does Joe Rody get to wear that? Why do other Imagineers? Uh, why are they allowed to have mustaches and beards or long hair? Like, you know, why were they all allowed to do this? Whereas people who worked in the parks were not allowed to. People who worked in the parks had to adhere yeah. to the Disney look. Whereas you got Tony Baxter back in the 80s, he's, he's got his Walt-styled mustache. Why yeah. is that allowed? Fits within the role they're playing. They're playing a creative person. That fits, the, that fits how they've been cast into the company. And to that, using the word cast, they are also, uh, they're also back-of-house people, right? Yeah, they're yeah, they're not on stage. They're yeah. not on stage personalities. Right. And we call these people cast members, and where they work in the park is on stage versus off stage, And so they are playing a role. Yeah, and then when you, and so when you have, uh, when you have a role that now allows for tattoos and length of beard and that sort of thing again in these certain era uh, of lands that we are dealing in, it does feel like we're, we're breaking we're breaking the illusion of a show at this point. There are some rides that I would think it would break the show. There's some rides where it's just like in that time period for that ride, you would expect to find like Frontierland, uh, like Frontierland, like a big, big Thunder Mountain, like, I can pi- see like that. Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. like like yeah, like Thunder Mountain, uh, like a Matterhorn guy with a with a red beard or whatever. Sure. Um, so, so it feels like that doesn't break the show, and there is there's a grooming standard within the length itself. The only comment in the article that I read that that seemed off the role conversation was that they were making, you know, greater strides to allow personal expression, which I right. think is amazing. Yeah. I think personal expression is great and should be valued, protected and pushed forward. But there's also the expression of the role that you were cast into. And I just want those things. I just, I wonder if those things should be balanced that it, it you were not hired to, you were hired to play a role, a character, and this character should should express the attributes of that character and you should be allowed to express some of your things, but which one is more important, the role you're playing or your ability to express who you are as a person outside of the park? Why have any costuming guidelines whatsoever at that point? Why not just wear whatever street clothes you want to wear? Yeah. Because if you want to be able to express your individuality, then why should we be hoisting these costume requirements on you? It's, yeah. it's again, it's like, where is the dividing line? And to your point last week, like, you are basically you're just creating a new dividing line. Right. You're just having to create it further down the road than yeah. this one. I don't know. Just the again, I, the sleepy sneezy length beards 
got me thinking about how weird that would be to be in the park and experience that from from a cast member, even if it was it was in these somewhat thematically uh, appropriate yeah. places like Big Thunder or Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know. I just, I'm just uh, waiting for one of those beards to get caught in like a locking mechanism of like something. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Not I clear. Not clear. Out. Cascading stop. Not clear. <laughs> hit, the, hit the button. Hit the E stop. Hit the E stop. <laughs> and that's when we went back to the classic how Disney look. Guy, <laughs> how come that guy only has half a beard? <laughs> oh, he's just expressing himself. He's just expressing himself. Also got ripped off oh. by one of the caterpillars on Alice the other day. It oh. was gruesome. So that's it. I don't want to belabor the point anymore. I notice you have half a beard. <laughs> I found your other half in the tracks of Big Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain. No, Palpatine would go just Big Mountain. Of <laughs> the Big Mountain. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. The big one. I'm like breathing so heavily into this microphone, <laughs> trying not to laugh. All right. So that was uh, hair. Do we have one more news item? We sure do. Yay. We talked about. Well, we didn't talk about it. We're about to talk about it. Yay. David Prowess. Yes, Darth Vader. Uh, deceased David Prowess. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Uh, also, Scott friend, uh, Scott Storm friend buddy. Of, friend of mine. Friend, friend, of, friend mine. of the storm, we say. Uh, friend of the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is auctioning up, or his estate, he's not auctioning up, his estate is auctioning up several of his Star Wars memorabilia that he has uh, yes. collected over the year or maintained over the years. And one of those is the shooting script to Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, marked with the word Vader on it, on the all the pages. That's right. Mm. Uh, to know this is Vader's copy. Yeah. If you sell this, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, and in that, uh, the, f- of course, the famous line from Empire Strikes Back is, Luke, I'm your daddy. <laughs> This is like a misquoted line, though. That's why I was hesitating there. Uh, I was trying to think of... I was just trying to pull any other line from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would, <laughs> like, that would have uh, been good. Uh, uh, you no good scoundrel. You got Luke, a lot of nerve. <laughs> the first transport is away. That's right. That's Hooray! Line. Hooray! <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it, in that script... you Hurry were, up, Goldenrod! You're going to be a permanent resident! You know that famous yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The zoom. That was a tauntaun being cut open. Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh, my favorite line. The the iconic line. And I thought they smelled bad <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> um, yeah, but the the uh, I'm your father stuff. They yes. wanted to keep that secret. That was a big top secret thing. They wanted to uh, to keep it secret, and and they keep it so secret that apparently only four people. That's what I knew heard. what it was. Mark Hamill being one of them. One of them who was not aware of it was Dave Prowess himself, and I think he he has done interviews about this in the past, sure. saying uh, that he was not aware of it. He thought he thought that it was uh, Obi Wan killed your father. I right. think was was the revelation to him. Uh, but it turns out that the shooting script itself uh, that he is auctioning off the line is Luke, we will be the most powerful in the galaxy. You will have everything you could ever want. Do not resist. It is your destiny. Yeah. And then the shoot, and then the the action says a calm crosses over Luke, and he makes his decision. He steps off the platform into space and falls. Yeah. So uh, nothing about fathers in there. Just like we're going to be all. a dynamic duo. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. And actually, uh, I'm sorry. I, I should have put this beforehand. You know, he says, and together we will overthrow him. I will complete your training, yeah. and we will rule the empire as equals. Yeah, it doesn't say father and son. No, equals, it says equals partners. 
Uh, Luke puts a sword away. He holds out his hand to Luke, and that's when he says, we will be the most powerful in the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, you will have everything you could ever want. Do not resist. It is our destiny. Some temptation there. Seems Some... to be an indication, though, that the force rung strong in the Skywalker line, and together we will overthrow him. Yeah. Indication that they are both Skywalkers. Yeah. It just doesn't come out and say that. You don't know how old I am. It could be your great, 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 great. You great, don't know great. what's on, under this mask? You don't have any idea. I'm just saying. I could be your baby brother. We will be co-partners, co-founders. We'll come up with a great origin story. You will be the CEO. Okay, sounds good. And I'll be the chief creative officer. Whoa, How's that sound? this sounds like you get to work less hours than I do. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be doing a lot of- You're going to be in the office? You know, well, no, I mean, I'm going to be- You can't be like on a sand dune channeling I'm like gonna creative on, juices. I'm going to be on the sand dune. I'm going to be talking to a lot of Tuscan Raiders. I'm going mm. to be engaging a lot of Jawas. Uh, listen, we're going to need a lot of moisture in order to get this thing off the ground. I don't want the CEO. I, I want to be the chief experience officer. Oh, you're going to be the CXO. Yeah, I'm going to be the CXO. That sounds like you're just going to be sitting somewhere on a beach thinking a lot. Lots, lots of spreadsheets. Well, we need to find a CEO in here to actually do some work. Do you know how much? I, I saw they were they were expecting to get somewhere between three and four-ish thousand dollars for the script, which seems undervalued to me, but I'm a Star Wars nerd fan, so I'm like, I'd, I'd pay 15 for that. Uh, uh, Euros. Three okay. and four-ish euro, so four ish euros. Three four thousand euros, which converts to that's only forty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, see, it seems low to me, but it like, what am I going to do with that? Me. Read it. How much would you pay for it? Zero. I mean, forty eight hundred dollars seems a little high now that you mention it that way. <laughs> I know. I mean, I get it. It's part of Star Wars history. I get it. Yeah, I want a part of Star Wars history, but I don't know if I want a shooting script. I don't know if I want it forty eight hundred dollars bad. Gaffy stick, screen used, matchable. No price. No <laughs> price. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right on. Uh, Especially now that we're doing bobsleds, like, fits into my Maybe David thing. Prowse himself, $4,800. <laughs> I don't know if I can put that joke in this show. <laughs> Seems in poor taste. Is that Darth Vader? <laughs> I used to be. You scared? I mean, he's not anymore. You should be. <laughs> he finds your lack of birthday cake disturbing. Don't talk to him, though. He won't respond. <laughs> he's sleeping. <laughs> he's, yeah. Oh, that was the news. That was the news. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. When we come back, we are doing our first in the Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map series, yeah. where we are taking a look at Mickey's Toontown and figuring out if we could rip everything out of it and put it back together with any type of rideshow or attraction, what would we do? Right on. Coming up next. I'm excited. Yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's Scott's time. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Are there any words to the song? No, there isn't. That's okay. We like the ones you came up with. Thank you for the cookie. <laughs> are we doing Fritos or are we doing, doing cookies? Doing Fritos. We talked about chili pie on the last episode. <laughs> uh, we got a comment from, uh, from chili, a listener. Chili, chili pie and chili whatever you call it. Uh, Frito bowl. Uh, we got a comment from a listener that said, I just finished listening at 55 and I am literally crying laughing so hard. And so I want to listen to what it was. Are we just listening to our podcast now on our podcast? Is that what the new episodes so are? Meta. <laughs> so meta. And on episode 58, episode 48. Hey, why don't you listen to episode 48 with us? <laughs> and we sound so good. I find your lack of cool ranch to stay. <laughs> um... So, true story. We were talking about how yeah. how warm it is in here right now. It's warm in here. And we could use uh, air conditioning. Something. Swamp cooler. Some ice blocks. Swamp cooler. Yeah. So, I made a joke about uh, uh, putting f- frozen packs Blue in my freezer pants. packs Blue in freezer pants. packs in my pants. It reminded me of a true story when I was uh, working at Walt Disney World and doing characters yeah. uh, for the parades. 
if you were doing a fur character, they actually had these blocks of ice that they would freeze, really? sheets of ice um, that were in like a pillowcase. Yeah, not pillowcase, but like uh, like freezer packs. They were like freezer packs, right? Okay. They were big freezer packs, and they would pull them out of an igloo cooler, not right. like a real igloo. Not an igloo. <laughs> right. An igloo-branded cooler. An igloo-branded cooler. Sponsors of the show. Way to go, igloo. Thanks, thanks igloo, for our uh, Star Wars and Haunted Mansion-themed uh, coolers. We really appreciate that. Hashtag never Luke warm. Oh, that's good. Mm, you guys that can one's for that. free. Yeah. Uh, is, and so what you would do is they would get these big freezer packs and you would pin them to your shirt, your front and oh, back. Oh, for real? Yeah. And then, put you, and then put your costume on over it okay. for parades because it was so hot. Made your packs look good too? Uh, I mean, I guess if you pin them strategically, they could. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe a little Ripley. Yeah. Maybe a little <laughs> They look like you. Pecs are so flowy. I don't know. It's very weird. They just sort of like they look like corrugated metal or something. Uh, Anyway, so I remember one time uh, the one I only used them one time. Yeah, and that was because I was uh, I was performing as Baloo in the parade. So you can imagine performing as Baloo in the parade in August in Orlando is a very hot experience. Right, Uh, and so I pinned them to myself mere minutes after step off, which is when the parade starts. Step off. Uh, mere minutes, those things are melted. Yeah. So you're just carrying bags of water. Basically, you're just carrying bags of water on your shoulders and your chest and your back for 40 minutes. You're like, what's the point of any of this? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So one of those things pops. Yeah, and then you get all just all soaked. Mommy, look I mean, you're soaked Baloo. as it is. He's going body. He has incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Where are these cookies from? These are one of my favorite kind of cookies. Chocolate chip, a little bit thin. A little dark around the edges, so you get crispy and you get the smooth, and they're delicious. Uh, you know where they're from? Um, these came from Little the bakery of Little Storm. Yay, Little Storm Bakery. My uh, my ten year old daughter, she baked these cookies for us. They are so good, and she is quite the baker. She is a baker. Yeah, and she mentioned uh, before that, like, what she would love to do is open a bakery. Yeah, by the ocean, so that she could bake in the morning and surf in the afternoon. Right. Which is <laughs> like, makes sense. Like, that's the best life ever. And then the other day, she's like, What if, what if I had a bakery, but then I supplied my baked goods to Disneyland? That would be like, great. That's a great idea, too. Hey, over there, you know what I heard? There's a rumor going around that things are absurd. Hey, can you tell me where's this and where's that? No, I can't. It's time for Scott and Aaron's mixed up map. There we go. I think we got it. Let's talk about Scott and Aaron's mixed up map. An idea you had and have brought to fruition. I have brought this. I've birthed this. You have. I have birthed this from an idea mm-hmm. that just germinated one day. Just one day. Like a garden. And you my... called me and you said, hey, what about this? And I went, uh. I don't know. I'm too bad I'm recording it. Here we go. <laughs> We're doing it right now. <clears throat> Get so, ready. Scott and Aaron's Mixed Up Map, uh, again, for those of you joining us, is an idea where we take Disneyland, the footprint of Disneyland, mm-hmm. and we pull everything out of it, and we put things back in using any available rideshow or attraction from any Disney park at any point in history. Yep. That has to fit in that land. That has to fit in that land. Yeah, it's got to make sense. Uh, I mean, there's so, some space grace area. There's some height yeah. grace gracing and stuff like that. But it's got to make sense. Right. So a brief uh, quick recap of the rules was we're, we're going to re- more or less replace attractions one for one. So yep. if it's like an 
e-ticket e e attraction. We're sort of, yep. yep. Swap out for another e-ticket attraction. If we can't find one, if we can't do one for one, we're going to do as close as possible. Yeah, restaurant for restaurant. Right. Well, more or less. What we're not going to do is we're not going to say, here's an A-ticket attraction, and we're going to swap out and put an e-ticket attraction in it. You can't, you can't alphabet load. No, you yeah. can't alphabet load. And also, uh, we will also allow one... Reimagined attraction. Yeah, I call them a bonus make them up. Yep. Uh, but yeah, reimagined attraction. So example, for example, it's Star Tours, but we're retheming it into Indiana Jones. I'm excited. I still have legitimate concerns about this exercise, but I know Toontown, you do. Toontown went okay for me. Well, here's the deal. So it's I hard. was like, I this is my experience. I thought, well, we can't jump into a fantasy land yeah, or no. a Tomorrowland. Like that's that's jumping in the deep end right yeah. away. We need to go small. Let's go Mickey's Toontown. Yeah. That should be easy. Right. And as I got into it, I realized Mickey's Toontown is not easy to yeah. do this exercise. Totally. Uh, for a number of different reasons, some of which I will share with you. But what was your what was your experience in trying to re not reimagine? It's not reimagining. No, it's it's yeah. like repopulating or rebooting in some ways. Uh, yeah, Toontown or it's itself. like if you had the world's most magical crane and you could lift things from any time period and put it in there, what would you do? Right. So I thought I think I think you know I think Toontown you know is in need of of sort of a, a redo or a rethought sure. out thing. So it was easy in that perspective, unlike something like Adventureland where you might like, well, I wouldn't touch any of it. I think yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it has kind of the opposite of that. But then for me, there's there's not a ton of lands that are specific to it. And it's the word Mickey's that becomes problematic, which yeah. is Mickey's Toontown. So now all of a sudden I'm not just animated movies, but animated movies that would make sense in a Mickey's Toontown. And that, that swath of things to pull from, that quiver, is not thick. That toolbox. Yeah, that toolbox. Yeah. Not uh, not a thick, not a lot to pull from. No, and that was a challenge for me too, because as I was getting into it, I was like, well, well, what is Toontown? Right. Yeah. Like, what is the theme of Toontown? And my mind obviously goes to Roger Rabbit. That was the inspiration for Toontown, I think, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, uh, the wall breaking scene at the end. Right. Okay. And and when they go into Toontown and, yeah. and all the characters are there. This sure. is this is where all the cartoons live. But the way Toontown is set up is very distinctly Mickey and Friends type yeah. of, of it's characters. It's kind of where the Fab Five live. Right, exactly. It's the Fab Fiverhood. And it's not Fantasyland. That's that was the challenge I had for me was uh, again, if I if I go back and I think about what Toontown looked like in Roger Rabbit, there's a, a very specific scene when they first enter in Toontown. Yeah. And there's like uh, it's almost like a comic book splash page. There's just tons of activity happening. Yeah. And I remember in the bottom corner, there is Snow White that's helping the, uh, yeah. the evil queen as the witch across the street. So I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, okay, like, could I fit Snow White into Toontown? Like, there's evidence for it. There's evidence for it. But then at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but this doesn't really, it doesn't fit. Like, Fantasyland, to me, Fantasyland attractions don't fit in Toontown because of the Toontown aesthetic, which is sort of big, bold, zany, cartoon, squash and bulging, stretched yeah, squash animation. Yeah, stretched lines in all the architecture. It's all colorful. Yeah, and and along with Pixar, uh, which I said, nah, Pixar doesn't work in Toontown. It's so IP heavy. Like you would, you would just be like, oh, I'll rip out everything and makes it make it Pixar town. Well, you can make it Pixar town. And and I also thought, well, do do Muppets could Muppets fit in Toontown? And sort and I and I you know made the determination no it for the same reason as Pixar you could rip out do you Toontown. think the dip affects Muppets I don't think the dip affects I don't think Muppets. the dip affects Muppets yeah. they're made of fleece they're not made of animation cells yeah you you put paint thinner on a on, just like, this on is fleece. gross it may it may bleach it a little, a little bit bleep, yeah you know it may you may it's go like, my, cool, my hair looks cool like this and this was 93 you like the bleach tips on your hair like I, uh, I got a whole acid wash body that's yeah. what I've got I'm literally the coolest cat in Muppet Town uh, okay, so a quick overview. Yep. 
Uh, there are several attractions in yeah. Toontown. We have Chippendale's Treehouse. Yep. We have the Disneyland Railroad Stop, which I feel like is a little bit of a cheat, but there is a stop at Toontown. Yeah, it's outside the the berm within the berm, yeah. so it's, it is a little bit of a cheat. A little bit of a cheat, but that's what... But, but It's listed. It's listed. Donald's Boat. Yep. Gadget's Go Coaster. Yeah. Goofy's Playhouse. Sure is. Mickey's House. Mm-hmm. Minnie's house. Yep. And Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Yeah, those would be the attractions. You you technically, I think, could and maybe should, at least I did, count the Jolly Trolley because it's still there. Even though it's not functioning, it serves as a information booth. So I did not count the Jolly Trolley okay. because it's, I counted that as a former attraction. Yeah. Uh, and I also did not count Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway as a current attraction. It is coming into Toontown, right. but it's not there. I believe you did count it as a current attraction. I count it as a current attraction because they've broken ground. Because they've broken ground. Yep. Three restaurants, Daisy's Diners, yep. Pluto's Dog House, Clarabelle's Frozen Yogurt, which I'm going to say right now, I didn't do much with. Okay. So I'm curious to hear what your I did. They're all next are. to each other. Next in, They're in the gazebo food court roundabout right. that's in the center like of the Toontown. Like the city hall uh, <laughs> Yep, aspect. exactly. That's where those all are. And then two, sh- two shops, Toontown Five and Dime and the Gag Factory. Which are connected. I, there, I always thought there were one. I thought it was only one shop. I know. I kind of don't like that, but all the stuff, it, it's like a Disneyland thing. Every shop on Main Street's sort of connected. Well, I mean, yeah, but uh, I guess you're right. But the Emporium, I mean, the Emporium is the Emporium. Yeah, it's, 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 it feels different, looks different. It, right. just, it just, yeah, so they are different shops. This is one open shops. room. This is it one is. room. Yeah. So I, I would almost even just count it as the gag, fa- the gag factory. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what C- Toontown currently has in it. Yep. I think we should just go through and say what would what we would replace what for what and why. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, I'm so excited. Why don't you start? I'm going to start in the uh, in the back corner of the park where Chippendale's Treehouse. And I was going to do the same. It's a logical place to start. Chippendale's Treehouse and the Ball Pit uh, are back there, and I'm going to lift those things out and do away with them. And then from DCA, Wait, let me ask you a question: What yeah. do you treat this as a ticket? A ticket value? Oh, uh, the lowest that you can. Yeah, I, I call this an A ticket. Yeah, this yeah. would be an A ticket type of experience. Yep, okay. And then from DCA's Redwood Adventure Course, I'm going to take the hoot and holler slide and drop those in there. Oh, that, now fun. explain why. I like this. I think it's uh, it's fun. It's something that you know parents and kids can do together. The idea of Chippendale sliding down a, tri- a tree makes perfect sense sure. to me. Like they, you know, they get into shenanigans where they're hiding stuff in there, and it matched. And I don't know. I have hoot good and memory. holler. Remind me, hoot and holler are who? They are the names of two like log slides in the Redwood Adventure Challenge. They're just they're just fun fast slides. Oh, I see. So you're replacing Chippendale's Treehouse. It's still Chippendale's Treehouse. You're just putting the Hoot and Holler slide in there. Yeah, or we could do that. Or I was just going to literally put that landing platform where that is. There's two slides that will would. I don't know if they're going to angle down towards the the Symphony Fountain or if they're going to angle down towards Gadget's Go Coaster. But that's where they're going. That's my first change. Uh, I'm going to stay with Chippendale's Treehouse. uh, Also an eight. Ticket, so you, I'm thinking of something that is a- around the same level of quality or engagement. Uh, you may disagree with this, Ooh, but okay. I'm taking a Chippendale's Treehouse out. I'm putting Mickey's Philhar Magic in there. I instead. thought about it. I yeah. totally thought about it. So tell me this. Th- I know that that's, they say that's over in DCA, but I've never, it, it's, it's, it in, it's on Hollywood land in the animation building kind Correct. of area. Yep. And it houses different of like, different things it's not always the same thing they bring different movies in there or experiences uh, yeah but it, it is where muppet vision was oh it is where muppet vision is okay right. cool so it's across the street from animation that's uh, right okay right on and and it's also in uh magic kingdom it was huge there for it was a like over here on the time. west coast all i ever heard about was this phil her magic thing be like oh it's going away it's coming back it's going away and i'm like what is this thing it is a staple of the magic kingdom yeah it is a 40 film 
that took place of, I believe it was called Legend of the Lion King, which was like okay. this, a puppet show of the Lion King in Magic Kingdom. And then Phil, Mickey's Fellow Magic came in. So yeah, it, it was there for like maybe 15 years before it came over to DCA. So it's, it's weird that they're taking a relatively old film and putting it in here. But my understanding is that when they put it into DCA, I think they updated a lot of the visuals. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, love that. I love that play. I was gonna, I was gonna do that. I just didn't, I didn't know Phil Her Magic. I just didn't know if that was a California thing or like because I knew it was an East Coast thing, and I just didn't know if it was rad or not because I've never been in it. It's rad. Okay, it's right rad than Chippendale's Treehouse. Is it rader than the Muppet thing? No, my really? opinion. No. Okay, I mean, I love Muppet Vision. Uh, I love Muppet Vision three D. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was my pick. Where That's are you great. going next? I have to do a really major swap here to to make room themselves. So I'm going to do two things really quickly. Ooh. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Minnie and Mickey's house uh-huh. and move them across the street to where Donald's boat is and where Goofy's house is. Yeah. Okay. So Donald's boat is going to become Mickey's house and Goofy's house is going to become Minnie's house or vice versa. Oh, so you're keep you're you're keeping both keeping Mickey those experiences. And yeah. But those are now just walk through. You go into the experience and you come out. Mickey and Minnie's house floop moved up from where they are. Just moved right across the street. Donald's boat and Goofy's house are just going away. Gone. Yep. And in the spot of which Mi- they, they pretty much are right now. I know is. they totally yeah. are in the spot of where Minnie and Mickey's house is. I'm putting in from Walt Disney World Pete's silly sideshow meet and greet, which was a so now the the, the back part of 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 Toontown. Uh, has this idea, this storyline that Minnie and Mickey and Donald, they all went to this fair that's across the street from their house. It's a it's a traveling fair. Yeah, okay. And at Walt Disney World, they have this thing called uh, Pete's Silly Sideshow, which you could meet Donald, you know, in like a motorcycle outfit that yeah. would do that death ball thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so you'll go in there and that's where the, the meet and greets oh, will be. Oh, right, because uh, over where uh, uh, Toontown is, or Toontown was in uh, Magic Kingdom, They've turned that into like a circus themed area. Yeah, yeah, and so it had this fair attraction called Pete, uh, Pete's Silly Sideshow Meet and Greet Fair. That's and a so great that's idea. That's going across the street now, and that's that's you don't have to go through the house to do the meet and yeah. greet. We can bring different characters in there. They're not going to come out in the gazebo part anymore because I'm doing something different over there. So that's my thing. Minnie and Mickey go to Donald and Goofy. Those are gone. Silly Silly Sideshow Meet and Greet across the street. I really like that. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna sell some fair food over there. I mean, I can't technically because they don't offer food there, so I can't put anything new in. Well. But- you could, I mean, you got the, the whole food court there. I mean, you've got the three got restaurants that you that, Yeah, uh, I, I really, really like that idea, and I love the idea of bringing Pete into yeah, uh, right? into Toontown. That's a great idea. I'm going to say that's even better than what my play what was. What you got? What you got? Uh, well, let's stick with Mickey and Minnie's house. Uh, so Mickey's house, I want to keep it. I want to okay. keep where it is. I mean, again, I love the theming of that house. Yep. The fact that it, it ends in a Mickey meet, meet and greet is, is fantastic. I love that backyard. I love the backyard. I love the so I love the house. Shed. I love I love the walkthrough. I think it's wonderful. So I think it's I think it's important to have Mickey's Mickey's house there. Yeah. Okay. I do not think it's important to have Minnie's house there. Yeah. I'm getting rid of Minnie's house entirely. I'm calling this a B ticket attraction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Would you go higher? No. Let's call, see, you go A. I would the, go A. B. Okay. Yeah. So I'm calling I'm calling Minnie and Mickey's a B ticket. Okay. And I'm swat. I'm keeping Mickey's house where it is. I'm taking Minnie's house away, and instead I'm putting in the Silly Symphony Swings. Okay, from wow. Disney's California Adventure. Wow, you like those that much? Uh, I like the theming of it. I mm-hmm. love that it's a callback to a classic Mickey uh, animated short. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to say that I like the ride a lot, but there's more motion now in Toontown than there is without it there. And again, Minnie's house isn't doing anything for me. Yeah. Let's take a, let's take a Mickey themed attraction and put it in there. It to, plays with the little... with the fountain that's already there. Is yeah. a musical is a musical themed right, fountain. Exactly. So it's not like it's completely out of not completely out of it. Right I don't know if it takes up the same footprint, but yeah, it, we're know, we're but, giving some grace on I boundaries so. right. a little bit. Yeah. What do you have next? 
Next is a pretty simple one for me. I'm going to get rid of, because I removed Goofy's house uh, and I need some Fab Five representation, I'm going to get rid of Gadget's Go Coaster and put in, I don't know if it's a carbon copy or an analog, as Scott calls it, uh, Goofy's Barnstormers from all the... <laughs> really? Oh, what do we call it? What do we call it when we get a match? Uh, I don't know. What do we call it? We, we call, call it a map perf- a match. Perfect union. Yeah. Uh, we call it... We call A it match map. You've just experienced... A match map. A match map. Map match. Map, map match. match. That's you've experienced something. You you've might ex- be feeling things right I, now. I'm feeling things. Yeah, I'm feeling like uh, my I'm feeling like my best buddy. Yeah, and I are on the same wavelength. We're on the same at all times. Ride. Uh, I've not yes. been on this ride. You've never you've never been on uh, uh, Goofy's Barnstormer. Correct. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal it from you. No. Explain the- why. Uh, because I removed Goofy's house, and I and I don't think anybody I don't think anybody knows who Gadget is. I don't think anybody I think you're relate, right. relates to that theming there. And I, Monterey I, Jack, on the other hand, they're completely like, oh yeah, uh, uh, why isn't this a Monterey Jack themed <laughs> uh, themed roller coaster? I needed Goofy representation. That that roller coaster is much cooler themed, much more Disney feeling to me than Gadget. So now, why did you choose? I also choo- chose Goofy's Barnstormer, which yeah. delights me that we have the same yeah, pick. Yeah. But why did you go with Goofy's Barnstormer over, say, the Great Goofini, this uh, Goofy Sky School over in DCA? Because uh, Goofy Sky School, uh, aka Mulholland Madness, yeah. is is a scary ride. Kids, <laughs> straight up, yeah. Kids do not like that drop. Ride. Yeah, and, yeah, and the drops are severe, and you can see all of them. And so I think I like Toontown still is that my first roller coaster, yeah. and a mouse ride as severe as that one does scare people. Yeah, I think that makes I thought sense. about it. I totally thought yeah. about it. Uh, I I would have assumed that you would have picked that. To be totally honest, oh, I, again, I am delighted beyond yeah. beyond all measure. I can I can hardly contain myself. Oh wow! That you picked uh, Goofy's Barnstormer. I I think you're right. I think it is the same track layout or very very similar. Okay. It's the same. Uh, it's the same junior roller coaster style. The theming of Goofy's Barnstormer is wonderful. It yeah. is Goofy giving uh, pilot lessons, which again harkens to Sport Goofy, which you absolutely it. love. I love it. And uh, and actually in Barnstormer at one point. You fly through a barn. Oh, really? Like you, the so track fun. goes through a barn. It goes through a chicken shed. Yeah. And as you go through the chicken shed, there are animatronic chickens that pop up and start. I heard squawking. about this when I was doing research. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love that. It's wonderful. So yeah, great pick. Great pick. Uh, so we we tied on that one, or we did a map a match. We did a uh, map match. My next one's pretty cool. There is a a goofy sort of themed RV Slurpee shop. That's where Toontown Park used to be. That probably isn't on maps, but it's there because I've gotten Slurpees from it. And it's I'm gonna, sl- it's like a cart. Slurpee yeah, it's, cart? A, it's an RV. It's like a goofy themed RV. Oh yeah, like right and, outside of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you pull a little thing, yeah. and I'm going to change that to Minnie's Main Street Flower Mart on Main Street in the 70s and 60s. They had a little flower shop. That's on a sweet there. idea. And uh, Minnie's going to sell flowers from there. I think that's it's, cute. I think I like it's that. cute. That's would you funny. do? Uh, would you do real flowers, or would you do some sort of like paper papier mâché? I think flower? yeah. I think it. I think it'd be. Very Disney. I think it'd be very modern Disney to do some kind of flower you could only get in in Disneyland yeah, and have right. it be very decorated and very like Instagrammable. Instagrammable. But yeah. I think it's kind of money to sell just real flowers in Disneyland. Like yeah, if there was cool. somebody you, you love and you buy you them a real, real carnation, like or right? Like, like that. that's just that's kind of old school Disney. Yeah, it is. That is old school Disney. They like fake flowers. You're like no, it's Disneyland. They real flowers. Real flowers. It's Take awesome. Come okay. off this rose bush right here. Yeah, uh, I like that idea. I took. Let me see. Where were we? We're sort of in the middle of Toontown now, somewhere between the gas station and you got Donald's boat and Goofy's house to deal with. So uh, I'll deal with Goofy's uh, Goofy's playhouse right now. Goofy's house. I, this is not again another a ticket. All I'm doing is I'm taking it back. I'm okay. taking it back to what it originally was, okay. which is Goofy's Bounce House. Yes. Uh, I loved the idea of this when Toontown first opened. I love the idea that there was a place where kids could just 
they were encouraged to jump off of everything. Yeah. Uh, now I'm sure that there are lots of spiral fractions that that occurred as a result of this, which yeah. is the reason why Goofy's now just a playhouse as opposed to a bounce house. But I remember, uh, you know, being too old and going in there to see what it was right. and seeing the couch and the piano and the ottoman and yeah. I think there was a lamp in there and all of it was kind of bouncy, right? Bouncy. Or, all or, of it yeah. was soft and yeah. all of it was made to be jumped jumped on. And then there was a you know trampoline ish or bounce house ish type of material you know there was a lawyer in the room they're planning that and they're like i don't think it's a good idea and they're like we're doing it anyway doug we're doing it and, and i was like i'm just telling you there's gonna be a lot of injuries in this a couple things they're gonna rip that all that it's bouncy gonna stuff off. Yep. we're gonna replace it every couple of months and somebody's gonna get super hurt not just somebody okay D- downer doug sure thanks doug <laughs> downer doug doug man thank goodness he's out of here because now we can have the real conversation. We're going to do this, right? We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. We're totally doing there's this. no way we're not doing a bounce. We're house. putting trampolines on the walls too. People right? will be <laughs> people will be safe. And then you fast forward six years, that thing's gone, <laughs> just totally gone. Just uh, people hobbling along yeah. uh, past past Goofy's house, and they just every time they traumatic, go past traumatic injuries. Doug's office. You go. Don't say it, Doug. Don't don't say don't 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 say it. Don't, don't, say it. To, mm, don't. Right. nobody wants to hear it. Bumpsleds and Bantha's legal is is a tough department to to work in. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, they get made fun of mercilessly. They don't get a lot done, though. No, they don't. They're yeah. really, I mean, they. We don't have a lot of confidence in them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What do you? So you're just uh, you're just rolling those back rolling to their back intended to purpose. Yeah, intended, intended fun purpose. level. Yes. Okay. And I, and I think again that is on point. And uh, and I I loved it. I loved yeah. it. It it should. I I would even plus it up. But we're not talking about plus it. Up. All right. What's your What's your next? All right. So I have to do. I have to do two things here really quickly, and it's okay that I do them. Everything's going to be okay, but okay. Uh, I think that best. the Runaway Railway uh, is in this area where the gazebo is and the courthouse and all that and kind of next to Roger I, I think it's safe to assume that's where it is. So it's going to be there, but then I have this this food court. So I'm leaving Mickey's and Minnie's whatever Runaway Railway thing yep. the, the, where it is. It's going in. I'm not touching that. Uh, but then there's Clarabelle's, Daisy's Diner, and Pluto's Doghouse. And in my world, I'm ripping out all of those. Yep. And this is crazy. I hope you're okay with this. I'm okay so far. Uh, Again, I'm, I'm bringing... I, I rated eating in Toontown as one of the worst dining experiences you'd have cool. in so Disneyland. Cool. So I've never experienced this, but I want to bring the 50s Primetime Cafe and put it in there. Yes? C- can I... Do you want to do a buddy hug? I was going to say, I wanted to just give you a big slobbery kiss right now. Oh, I'll, I was thinking I'll buddy it, hug. I'll give it on your cheek. I was thinking I buddy mean. hug. Man, let's do a big buddy hug. Oh, I don't like to be touched. Let me tell you how happy this makes yeah? me. Yeah? Let me tell you how happy Whew, this makes me. I thought you were going to get I thought you were going to cross with me. No. I'm going to I'm going to lift you up. Oh yeah. I'm going to lift you up in prayer and blessing oh, for this. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, t- tell me your reason, but I want to tell you all the reasons why you're right. Go. Oh good. Um I think it needs a more like a an attra- like a dining experience, not yes. just this quick serve thing. Yep. That 50s thing seems neat to me. It seems to fit in the style of Mickey and Americana and and that kind of thing. And I think it'd be rad to run cartoons on those those shows. I know I'm changing it then a, a no, little that's, bit. No, that's all right. Uh, uh, but I, I just I just it, like it. Era specific yeah. uh, cartoons, yeah, yeah, er- exactly. And so yeah. I don't know. I just like that. I, I need a sit down place. That I think service that people will talk about, that people will want to go and eat there, and that just felt like the right play. Let me let me respond on two things. Okay, one, I love the fact that this exercise is causing you to research the other parks. I know, right? So much, there. yeah. Uh, and so it, it makes me happy because uh, again, I uh, these types of polls, I didn't pick this. This is a, okay. this is a brilliant, a brilliant oh, yeah. idea. And 50s Primetime Diner is one of my favorite restaurants yeah. in Walt Disney World. 
if when you go for okay. your 50th yeah, yeah. anniversary and you are in the Hollywood studios, you absolutely must eat at the 50s primetime diner. It is, uh, or the 50s primetime dine-in. It is the, uh, it's like quintessential themed uh, dining entertainment. Fun. Do you know anything about this? Like, Do you I've know seen much it, about you know, it? Like in the late 90s, early 2000s, it seemed like they would run like a, did you know Disney like yeah, thing sure. on the Travel Channel or the Discovery Network? And it was on all of those yeah. shows. And it, so it always stuck in the back of my brain as like, how come we don't have anything that cool out it's here? It's so What's cool. What's the deal, man? And just just the theming that it is, it's a throwback to the 50s and there's a TV on every single table and your server is either your cousin or your older brother and mom's always in the kitchen. Oh, that's amazing. And, it's, and, and the, the way it works is everybody at your table, I think it's everybody at your table are brothers and sisters. Okay. And then everybody within your eating area are your cousins. That's so, so they funny. bring everybody together yeah. in the, in this themed uh, a- entertainment space. It's delightful. Oh, so, that's yes, awesome! I'm glad you picked that. That's right great. on. You're up, uh, boy. I don't even think I can. I don't think I can match that. I'm Uh-oh. so excited. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm going to say the Disneyland Railroad mm-hmm. goes away. I don't know how this works. Oh wow, that's fine. It doesn't have to make uh, sense. Uh, um, space spacing wise. And I'm doing this. I, this feels like a, it might be a little bit of a cheat, but I think you'll go with me on okay. this. I'm getting rid of the Disneyland Railroad, and in its place, I'm putting Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Now, you would say, okay. why would you do that? Roger yeah. Rabbit's car- cartoon spin is already in there, yeah. but that's because something else has to make its way for cartoon so you're spin. you're trading a train stop, and now the train magically goes somewhere else. The which train is magically okay. goes somewhere else. Which is okay, and Roger Rabbit is queued up from within inside Toontown, but in that location. Correct. So you catch it at the actual Toon Park. Yep. Uh, okay, and then now you've, got, and, now you've got this big old space in the back right-hand section of the park. And let me give you, let me just go into my next one, because yeah. it, it might, uh, there, there's a storytelling purpose sort of behind this. Okay. I get rid of Disneyland Railroad, but I also get rid of Donald's boat. Yeah. And in Donald's boat, I put, I bring back the Jolly Trolley. I'm not saying okay. I put it back there, but I bring back the Jolly Trolley. So you still have a, you now have a Toontown specific mode of transportation. Transportation system, yeah. Transportation system, which also ties into uh, Roger Rabbit, since that was the- Transportation you know, hub. It's the tra- taxi hub, yeah. Taxi hub. Uh, and also the the red car line was a big aspect of the Roger Rabbit uh, yeah, story. Those go nicely And so, so I'm bringing both of those back. So I'm getting rid of the Disneyland Railroad. Okay. I'm keeping uh, Cartoon Spin, but I'm, putting it somewhere else yep. and I'm bringing the Jolly Trolley back into circulation. Right on. Yeah. Oh, and then I'll wait to hear what's in, in Roger Rabbit's spot. Yeah. It's not going to blow your hair back. Okay. Maybe well, it will. Roger Rabbit. So uh, the railway is where it's going is where it's going. I'm not touching the train. Uh, the Jolly Trolley is going to, you know, become for me a, a quick serve, like a little walk up. Uh, churro oh, sort of like a, almost like a, uh, Train car diner or something yeah, like that? Just a, yeah, that's a fun idea. I need a quick idea. Yeah. And then my big, I get to change something, is that I am keeping, I'm getting rid of Roger Rabbit, and I'm putting in a new dark ride there. Wow, you're getting rid of Roger Rabbit entirely? It's gone. Same location, but it is gone. Ooh. It is now called Huey, Huey, Dewey, and Louie's Holiday Mishap. And this is a dark ride that's like Roger Rabbit, uh, and it changes theme every, you know, it changes for Christmas, changes for Halloween, changes whatever. That's what I got. That's my, that's my reimagineer. Huey, Dewey, and Louie's holiday mishap. And the idea is that, I, yeah. I feel like we were separated at birth. Really? I really do. It's possible. I, I like always we thought I was adopted. You might have been. I really think that, I mean, maybe you're my brother. It could be. You could be my long lost brother. Uh, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. That's such a great idea, and and you have no idea why. Oh yeah. Until you until Tell I reveal me. in a few minutes. Oh boy! Oh, you make me wait. 
I'm going to make you wait. Okay. Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin goes away or gets re- gets moved. Yeah, you moved it. I moved it, and instead I'm bringing in, and again, this isn't a blow your hair back moment, but it's Mickey's, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay, right. Uh, so I'm, I'm keeping that space, and I'm keeping that space for, yeah. Roger Rabbit was an E-ticket attraction. Mm-hmm. It's now, I would say, downgraded to about, probably a D-ticket attraction at this point. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? Or yeah. would you even say C? I don't think no, 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 C. I would go D. Would you? Yeah, okay. So And Mickey and Minnie's obviously an E, so I'm trading up a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, and it's already planning on going in, but it just feels like, of course, Mickey Runaway Railway should be in Toontown, and it's going to be in this place. Okay. Uh, so, so that's again, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm bringing bringing the big guns in. What are you doing with Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway? That's where I, I fidgeted a little bit because I think my 50s diner and the railway are sort of inhabiting similar things. Similar spaces, sure. Or I have a problem in that I've not dealt with a shopping issue because a railway okay. could, could be sitting where uh, where the gag factory is yeah. uh, and the electric company. So I, I have a space issue in that part, but uh, There's I'm, a, I'm I, I have the sense that uh, when all is said and done, the entrance to Runaway Railway will be the gag factory, or will be... The electric company. That'll I be d- the cue for I it. I feel like that'll be the cue for it, but maybe that's too close to Cartoon Spin. Maybe over yeah. in the city hall area yeah. makes more sense for congestion. Yeah. Probably will be that. Yeah. I'm done. That's my that's, that's you're done. That's my map. All right. Well, uh, my bonus make them up uh, is you get rid of City Hall. Yeah. And instead, um, you borrow the ride layout of Dinosaur. Okay. Which is Indiana. Which is Indiana. Okay. Which for me is great because I borrow the ride layout from from Dinosaur, which means I get to keep Indiana somewhere else. Because right. like in this extra, I'm I'm trying to not reuse right uh, attractions in different places. I borrow Dinosaur. I retheme it. To a Ducktales attraction. Oh yeah! Right? So this is why yeah. your Huey, Dewey, and Louie is just like yeah, that's awesome. It just uh, it hits me on a heart level. Right on. It just hits me on a heart level. It's a rethemed to a Ducktales attraction. Uh, it's Scrooge's vault yeah. is now where uh, City Hall was. Okay, and that's sort it's of, like huge. It's like a weenie. It's huge. That's, that's the, the weenie. weenie. That's yeah. the weenie of Toontown. Uh, and the the story that I have is that Magicka dispel and the Beagle Boys break into the vault and steal Scrooge's number one dime, his lucky dime. And guests are now chasing Magicka and the and the Beagle Boys through uh, Duckburg or through Duckburg and McDuck Mansion. Uh, and and like all the hidden levels and hidden yeah. secret passageways of McDuck Mansion in order to recover the lucky dime, and you get to see Donald and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and Webby, and Gizmo Duck, and Launchpad. Launchpad is going to be in oh, there. Absolutely, that sounds amazing. Maybe, maybe Launchpad is your driver. Maybe like that would be awesome. You know, and uh, it's like and, a plane that never quite takes off, but is like yeah, trying exactly. to. It's just kind constantly trying to, yeah. or, or uh, yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe it's an audio animatronic uh, Launchpad that's taking you through through this whole thing, or maybe he's controlling it uh, via you know remote control, and you hear him over the yeah. radio or something like that uh, because you're using the the EMV anyways. Yeah. And you're borrowing that EMV, and it's sort of like uh, Indiana Jones meets the Gringotts adventure mm-hmm. in uh, in in Universal Studios, and I'm calling it workshop this with me. All right, I'm calling it Ducktales Lucky Dime Dash. I don't know if that's good. No, I like it, but uh, yeah, that's my that's my big, and that's now you got now in Toontown you mm-hmm. have Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, which is a it's solid, fantastic dark ride. You have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Runaway Railway, which is an e-ticket dark ride. You've got a better coaster in there, and now you've got uh, you know you've got this e-ticket. I love it. Uh, yeah. Ducktales I would ride. Love a Ducktales Wouldn't ride. Would be great. Yeah, it'd be oh, awesome. So great. That's my uh, that's my Toontown. That's your Toontown. I 
Uh, if you think other things should make its way into... Or you think we are crazy. You guys are crazy. You guys are nuts. Why would you do that? Why? Why would you get rid of Donald's boat? A What's flower wrong shop? With you? It's too cute. Uh, if you think that there's something else that should make its way into Toontown or something that we did not think of... Or something that you love that cannot be done away with. That That's like, there's no way. There's no way... Pluto's, what's the hot dog place called? Pluto's Doghouse. Pluto's Doghouse. There's no way I'm letting go of Pluto's Doghouse. There's no way. There's just no way. Uh, you should let us know. Right you on. Should, you should share with us on Instagram or email us. We would love to hear how you would reinvent Mickey's Tune Down. Yeah, how can how can people connect with us? Scott? Well, that's a great question, Aaron. Like I'm so glad you questions. asked me. They can they can connect with us in a, a, a in, in myriad ways. Oh. Uh, or a myriad of ways, whichever grammatical way you want to choose that sentence, you can. You can connect with us by emailing us, podcast at bobsandbanthas.com. If you have an idea for a show or you want to do a collaboration with us, we would love that. You can visit us at bobsandbanthas.com. Or if you want to tip your hat on your vacation schedule for May because you want to do a little meetup, that'd be great. That would be fantastic. Do that through email. You can also support us. We're patreon.com forward slash bobsandbanthas where we we generate uh, silly content, just silly content, extra content for our patrons. You can wear us at tpublic.com. You're going to want to get on that Patreon because as I go to Disneyland, there's going to be video, behind the scenes video footage. So you get on the Patreon now before prices go up. Yeah, you can. Did I say T Public already? Let's say it again because it's fun to say. You can wear us at tpublic.com, yeah, yeah. and Banthas. I am sporting my Bantha Boys shirt right now. Yeah, you sure are. It looks great on you. you and our class loved it. Our class loved it, and you got called out. Somebody said, "Like, do you have a Bantha Boys shirt?" And I was like, like uh, mm-hmm. "My mom does." Uh, yeah, I literally said that. <laughs> I didn't say it exactly <laughs> like that, but that true. is what I said. <laughs> I know. My son's a Bantha Boy. What's that, Early? What's that, Erlene? I said my son's a Bantha boy. <laughs> He's a bad boy. I knew that. I knew that, Erlene. Bantha boy. Yeah, you have that, have that weed whacker. I loaned you from uh, Tompkins' house. <laughs> Who are we doing right now? I don't know, but what <laughs> are the people outside of the studio thinking right now? They're just hearing us yell. Is that a Mama's Family podcast? What's going on? Oh, Mama. T-Public. <laughs> you can also join the Bantha Tears for all the fun we have on Instagram. We're at Bobson's Banthas. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We love making the show, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. You've been listening to Bobson's and Banthas. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Goggle Podcast, Emazoon, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to... Follow us, uh, and we would love to hear a review from you on Apple Podcasts. We really do want to hear what you think yeah, of the please. show. Yeah, please. Leave a review. It makes our day. It makes our day. When we, we call each other. There's a little review dance we do. <laughs> there oh, is. Two Did you see three. the new thing? Yeah. Oh, look, somebody said something about us. Uh, we really, really appreciate the reviews. Not to say that we don't love all the engagement that we get on Instagram. We For do. sure. But uh, reviews actually really help people find out If you've out already left a review, go door to door. Or leave another one. I don't know if you can do that. New, sign up a new account. Sign up a new account. Yeah. Until next week, mm-hmm. he's been Aaron. I find your outro disturbing. And I've been Scott. I would like a side of cottage cheese with that. <laughs> and we've been Pops and See you next week. See you next week. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night...
synthomagnetic musical sound. I don't sleep on the top bunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 time time with palpa time. It's palpa time. <laughs> that's my that's my son that's my uh, my Emperor Palpatine podcast all done in his voice. Palpatine, Palpatine, but, Palpatine, but, but with MC, with an MC Hammer intro song. Oh, that's good. Stop, Palpatine, Palpatine. <laughs> I think it's stop, Palpatine. Through the magic of light and sound, yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.